Okay, let's start off this podcast episode by talking about, uh, let's do a story time real quick, all right? And then we'll get into the main topic. So last year, 2021, uh, was a very, very difficult year for me, obviously. I've explained this in previous podcast episodes, and um, I've always preached how I'm very grateful to even have made it out of it. I mean, from getting COVID all the way to going through numerous addictions that I've overcame and and much more. But one of the biggest events that almost happened to me, almost happened to me, happened towards the middle to end of 2021, right? Um, I just want to give a fast disclosure that I'm not in in any way endorsing or um, announcing any harassment, any whatever to this individual. I'm not going to say their name and I'm not going to put them on the spot like I'm really going to. I'm not going to put their name out there uh, for everybody to hear and see and shout and scream at. So uh, just remember that I do not endorse this shit and I do not want you people, whoever's listening, to go and send this person any hate whatsoever. So let's get into it real quick, all right? So last year I was dating a girl, right? She lived up in Vermont. I live in Utah. And uh, it's a very, very long-term, or not long-term, long-distance relationship. Now, I had been technically dating in a sense, you know, like I I was in love with this girl for months and months and months prior. Um, I was set in stone with this girl. I knew that she was probably the one. I loved her. I absolutely adored her at the time. I spent a lot of time talking to her. I spent a lot of time talking to her. It was so it was so beautiful to the point where I was um, getting asked to move up to Vermont. Um, I wanted to. Now, you gotta understand. I've I haven't moved out of my own you know house yet, and I'm, I've been stuck here in Utah for as long as I can think. And uh, for me to be moving to Vermont would be a monstrous jump. And the whole job process, tax process, and, you know, taking Charlie with me and figuring all that, that's a lot of process that I was willing to make for this girl. And I told her flat out on phone call after phone call, I said, look, if I do come to Vermont, I'm making this work for you, baby. I got this. We got this. Excuse me. So anyways, I made a plan. We uh, were going to look into places like an apartment, right? Places to find an apartment. And both of us wanted to live in somewhat a big city. Not like you know New York, but uh, somewhere where it was a little bit hefty, a little bit crowded, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So I remember it was uh, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. So September was going to be the month that we would just take the entire month looking around, trying to find a place to buy uh, or a place to rent. You know, get in contact with the landlord and uh, get on a call with him, him or her, and say, hey, we want to, you know. We would like to rent this place uh, from you. And uh, yeah, we were going to use September as our month to figure and finalize everything, right? And then October, I had a, I had already booked a plane ticket without telling her too. I was like, October, because that's when we were originally planning, I was going to move up to Vermont. And me and my me and my mom, we booked me a plane ticket. Um, and uh, yeah, just a one-way plane ticket. And I was set in stone. I knew that I was going to go up there and I was going to begin my life there with uh, the girl of my dreams. And I remember, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I remember uh, we searched for an apartment that was around the price range of uh, 900 to, uh, what was it, like like 1,100. Now, I know that you're probably thinking, okay, well, that's pretty, you know, it's pretty affordable. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know. I pay I pay eight fifty here, and it's like, I, I we looked at that as yeah that's damn right affordable. But when you look at Vermont, that's a little bit more you know, woohoo that's cheap, bro. So we were looking for that, and it was such a complicated process because we looked at Lebanon, we looked at New Hampshire, we looked at everywhere, we couldn't find a place that fit our price range. Every place we looked that looked amazing and decent to us either had the worst reviews possible and you could clearly tell that you didn't want to move here or they were way over $2,000. Get this, by the way, $2,000 worth of rent? Holy shit. I know New York costs like a lot, something like that, but Vermont to live in a cabin in the woods? Imagine how much you would pay for Alaska. I mean, crazy. So, excuse me. Anyways, I, I, 
remember one day, I found it. I found this apartment that was right down the street from where she worked. And it was right down the street where she was living with her cousin. I don't know if she's still living with her cousin now, but she was living with her cousin at the time. And she, uh, we found this apartment. $950 rent. $950. Easy money if I was going to be contributing with her. We were both going to be contributing. And we'd even still have some left over from how much our double income would be. It'd be great. We found a godsend. Let me tell you how, how much of a godsend this was. This was a pure and literal godsend. And the reason why I say it was a literal godsend is because the amount of times I was praying to God for an apartment that was not only affordable, but was in the range of what we were looking for, right? Just shadowed, it appeared right in front of us. I literally messaged her. I was like, you need to see this. Like, this is going on, like, for rent October 1st we can contact them October 1st hell no for, forget that we could contact them tomorrow you know but you do have to call them I can't do it you know because I live in Utah and stuff and I can't really wait until I get up there because it'll be way after October 1st right it'll be like October you know, 20th or 30th so I said to her I was like look I really need you to contact uh, the landlord I will be more than happy to help you in any way that you need, I'm excellent with people. I, I'm, I'm really good with talking to people, uh, especially over the phone. I have a lot of uh, strength behind my voice, and I can, I can help you out because I know that she had social anxiety and a lot of you know PTSD issues relating to talking to people. So I said, look, I can help you any, any way you need, but I kind of can't make arrangements to meet up with him. You live kind of literally down the street from that place. It would, it's just ethically and kind of logically better that you do it. She said, okay, I'll do it. And then a day goes by. Okay, I still got to do it. I've been busy. Oh, it's okay. You're good. And then another day goes by. Sorry, I've been busy. And I say, okay, that's fine. Just we'll get it done before October 1st. Then a shorter period goes by and I'm starting to see some type of pattern. She doesn't want to do it. And it's it seems at first like it's out of fear, right? Like, she's scared to do it. Now, look, I understand, okay? Talking to a landlord to try to rent their apartment, it can be difficult and it can be kind of worrisome because it's like, okay, well, I found this godsend apartment. What if they, what if somebody else has already claimed it? And, and, or what if they just don't accept, you know, two, uh, two 19 year olds to an apartment here, despite our, you know, uh, bank statements and stuff? Like, this this whole thing, it kind of blew up in her face a little bit, I think, at, at first. Now, you got to keep this in mind. It really stressed her out. It really got her, you know, riled up about that. Now, here's the thing, all right? I need you to pay attention to everything that I just said. Everything, all right? And I want you to hold it in the back of your head for probably five, five to ten minutes, all right? Keep in mind, I was madly in love with – I mean, I, I literally had – Pro, uh, like a promise ring I was thinking about getting her and this is after you know a long time of knowing her I knew that I I loved her and I absolutely wanted to be with her I really did no girl ever treated me like she did and uh, I I loved her and I loved everybody around her everybody was so nice to her and nice to me and stuff and I was looking forward to going and moving in with her in Vermont anyways I kind of figured out that I'm not going to explain it too much because it genuinely upsets me, but figured out that she kind of just pussied out. And there, look, I'm sorry, but there's kind of no other way to put it. I mean, pussied out is the only way to put it. She flaked and said, look, I'm not ready to do this. And she said word for word, I, I, I just, I'm not, I can't afford it. I can't afford it right now. I can't afford and I really need to save up. Uh, I can't live that lifestyle of you know, moving out already and, and paying half of, you know, 950 for rent or whatever the hell. I can't afford that. I can't afford that. And I need to save up. Keep in mind, I am going to be paying a good majority of the rent, not just half of it. I told her, I said so specifically, I said, look, 
I want to pay a majority of the stuff for you so that you can go out with your friends, you can go and live your life, you can have a fun life without having to worry about paying rent the next day because I've got it all covered. I don't want you to worry about that. I just want you to go out with your friends tonight and have a good fucking night and then come home. We'll see what happens from there, but you know what I mean, right? So it's just this whole thing. I was I was like, you can't afford it, huh? Kate. Even after all of the effort that you made, you just we cut the wire now. Lay down on a wire and cut it. Come on, man. And I kind of just like, I, I remember when she told me this, I kind of just thought for a little bit. I was like, I had a, I, I just, I just spent, what was it, like $500 worth of plane ticket. Um, I mean, I, I, I have this girl pre-ordered flowers for her. I had everything planned out. I was about to listen. You got to understand you, the listener, understand this. I've lived in Utah. Everything has happened that's happened in my life has happened here in Utah. My dad passed away in Utah. I got falsely accused of rape and suffered the false consequences in Utah. I mean, I've had a I've had a um, um, a seismic warning of a heart attack in Utah. I've had heart surgery in Utah. I was born in Utah nearly damn near died in Utah. I mean, I've, I've had McDonald's in Utah. I've done everything in Utah. Okay. Like I've done everything in Utah and I was willing, I told this girl, I said, look, do you understand how much I am going to be giving up just to come, come and be with you? Like, you know, and it was a big, big monstrous leap for me. I mean, it was a big leap for me and I was wanting to take it just for this girl. So Time goes by, and I stop talking to her for a while. I'm I'm really upset, because you can understand from my point of view, I um I feel like I got played. I feel like I got snaked. I feel like I not played, but I feel like I just got wimped out on. You know, and I I don't know. It just hurt me so time goes by and eventually I just kind of fade away. I'm just like, you know what? Like, we'll see if this works out. But as of right now, we're not dating anymore. I mean, this, this is just ridiculous that you want to sit here and plan everything out. And then when push comes to shove, you, you back out and pussy away. You know, the girl who I explained in the other episode, uh, where she, uh, this, this one ex that I had that I took care of her while she, you know, I went nights on end just stressing that she's going to kill herself. And then she put, you know, she pussied out when I became depressed. I mean, it's almost like that situation and it just sucked. And with this girl, it was even worse because I loved this girl with everything. I mean, I, I wanted to be with this girl. I absolutely loved her and I appreciated her. And I told her everything about myself, all of the shit that I've gone through how I've had to rebuild my life after I got falsely accused of rape and, and how much I can't trust people, literally can't trust anybody and, until they earn that trust. I mean, it's just, it was crazy. So I stopped talking to her and eventually just drift off, right? And I think one of us unadded the other. I can't remember. It's been a, quite a while. <clears throat> Come to find out a couple months later, and when I say a couple, I mean like one or two, not like five or six, Okay couple months later, um, I'm scrolling on TikTok. And then I see this post on my, funny enough, my For You page. And it's her. And I'm not going to explain fully about, like, what, you know, the details or whatever. But basically, it was, like, her kind of doing a shady, get back at you type of video saying, you know, you broke me, you this, you that. And then there's another guy she's with. And she's kissing him and et cetera, et cetera. And she's saying like, but you healed me, you whatever, whatever. Now I'm thinking, okay, that's kind of cute though. Even though this is my ex, I was madly in love with, that's cute. And I'm glad that she's not, you know, doing something she shouldn't be like killing herself or, you know, going down a bad depression spiral. Um, but clearly it's only a month later and well, <laughs> she's moved on. Um, but it's interesting how it only took a month to go from someone that you spent almost an entire year to year and a half with to just immediately somebody else. 
No, don't get ahead of me. I know what you're thinking. She cheated. No, don't get ahead of me. Just hear me out, right? So I just kind of brisk by this video. I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't give two flying rats asses in a well-lit room. I don't care. Um, I got my own shit going on. I got my own life to worry about. I don't need to be worried about what next is trying to get back at me with, whether it be a rebound. By the way, I don't mean to be that guy. I really hate saying this, but I have to say it. The guy she kind of got with, I, I, I really can't say anything bad about him, but I'm not going to say anything good. Usually I'd be like, okay, well, he's a fuck boy, but I'm not, I don't know what the hell to think of this guy. I mean, I really don't. Um, I want to keep it, I want to keep it, uh, I want to keep it very, we could keep it very civil and, and I want to give a small add on to this story and say that shortly after we broke up, her cousin actually, um, and by the way, the court knows this, her cousin, um, hit me up on Facebook saying that uh, he was going to show up to Utah and put a gun in my head and kill me and my family. Now, obviously, one person would be like, hey, look, you'd do that. I'm taking you out myself and they could, the cops can take me to the morgue. They, they won't take me to a prison cell. They'll take me to the morgue. They'll have to kill me to get off you. That's the mentality I was going to have towards him. But then I kind of trolled him about. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get back together with her now. And blah, 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 blah. Fuck off. I'm not getting back together with her. Especially not for you. So I told him, I said, look, you won't do shit. You live all the way in Vermont. And even if you somehow showed up at my doorstep, I'm 10 steps ahead of you. All right? So he threatened me. Flat out said, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill your fucking mom, your family. I'm going to kill everybody in your family. Just because you broke up with my cousin. Well, if Saturn doesn't have fucking rings, ladies and gentlemen, I just found the new candidate for the world's biggest pussy. All right. And it's, it's this. It's my ex's cousin. You fucking clown. All right. Threatening to kill me and my family and then pussy out in the background. <laughs> fucking 12 year old. So anyways, uh, time goes on a little more and stuff. Right. And I kind of put the picture together, all right? Guess what I found? I went on her Instagram uh, because I just came across it on my following list. Uh, I was still following her somehow. And I look at her recent post. And this, keep in mind, this is just like a month or two. And uh, says she's pregnant. <laughs> look, look, I'm not laughing because I think it's funny. I'm laughing because I don't understand. Okay, how do you go from, I can't afford to move into the cheapest place in Vermont with you, split the rent threesome, right? All the way to, okay, now I'm eligible to, I'm, 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 I'm able and financially able to sustain a human being when I can't even sustain a single apartment for myself, let alone, no, sustain an apartment for two or three other people where the rent I would be paying is like, what, 300 Fuck that. So I, I, I remember I was looking at this post and my jaw, my jaw just dropped. I was, I was like, no way, no way in heaven, hell, or earth that this is real. Is this real? Is this real? Tyler, is this real? And I'm just looking at this like, I can't believe she got pregnant. That is, that is the most interesting thing i think i've seen this entire decade so crazy so i remember just sitting here staring at this i was like i, I wonder like what the hell she's like planned here because this if if she had this like planned out like she she wants to have a kid like i never heard her talking about wanting kids with me uh um could kind of at all except for like in the far future so I was thinking, okay, this new guy she's with, like it's it's none of my business to be in her business, but she's kind of posting it out there and I have the right to comment. So I'm going to comment on this podcast and say, I feel like she might have snuck around a little bit while I was dating her. And honestly, I'm, I'm going to explain this very thoroughly and very, very graphically. And at the end of this podcast episode, whether I'm still talking about this or not, I'm going to ex- I'm going to invite her to come and talk to me about this and explain her side on this podcast. If she doesn't want to, then we'll do it in private. But I want you guys to hear me out. I want you guys to hear out what my theory is. I know I'm making a theory about my ex's life, but you got to hear this. This is the most interesting thing. Okay. So here we go. All right. Me and her, we're talking and stuff. And then we're talking about getting an apartment. 
were looking around. And in my and, and, and this is my theory. I have a theory that she met this guy somewhere while we were talking in Vermont, because they obviously they know each other in, in person. The two of them ended up talking while me and her were talking. You know, oh, you got nothing to worry about. He's just a friend. <laughs> Guys, if your girl says that, <laughs> dump her. Um, anyways, <clears throat> okay. They probably ended up meeting somewhere, talked, even if it was just as friends. And I think behind the scene, there was a little bit more than just friends. I think that there was probably some, you know, maybe even hangout or something else. And uh, it is what it is. Because I want somebody to answer this. How do you go from in the span of one to two months, go from a long-term relationship with somebody to a new relationship with somebody who, and then you throw it in your ex's face on TikTok and kind of Instagram too. And then you get pregnant with them without knowing them for even three months. Can somebody answer this? Can somebody actually genuinely answer this? How do you go from being in a lovely long-term relationship uh, with somebody to a new relationship and then immediately get pregnant with them out of choice? How in the, in the gypsy fuck do you go from one end to the other? What mental shift? Talk about bipolar. Look at that, right? So I remember I'm, I'm sitting here the other day and I'm, and I'm thinking about this, right? She, she very well, I mean, it, it adds up. It perfectly adds up, right? She, okay, she said to me, she's like, I can't afford it. I can't afford to, to move in with you right now. I can't afford to, you know, whatever, even though it's, we discussed how affordable it is. She was bullshitting me from the start when she said that. She definitely could afford it. And most of all, I was going to be paying for a majority of it. So um, she kind of told me, yeah, I can't afford it. And uh, said, I don't want you moving here. Well, let's go. Let's fast forward a little bit. Eventually, me and her just subside, stop talking, technically break up. And then month Later, she gets with another guy. Maybe throws a little bit of some TikToks around trying to throw shade at me. I don't care. It's all right. People do that. I think even I've done that. And uh, next thing you know, she's getting pregnant. So do you see what I'm seeing here? Let's say she probably talked to this guy. Right? This is this is tin, what we're putting our tinfoil hats on. She probably talked to this guy while me and her were planning out me moving to Vermont. And then things were getting a little bit serious. So she said, I got to break up with this guy back in Utah. And yeah, I, 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 he's trying to get a place with me. I can't afford it. And I also got this, uh, this other guy here. Maybe I should get, just get a place with him here because he's closer. And quite frankly, he's better than Matt. If that was her mentality, I'd take it. If she, cause there is, there is bigger fish in the ocean, right? If, if she, genuinely like that's the other side of this right if she genuinely took somebody else like this other guy because he was better than me or he was more attractive he was better to her um he was just a better person to her that is the thing that i i can understand and i can respect but the cheating aspect no but just moving on to somebody who does treat you better even myself like i can understand that and i i completely dignify and respect that and uh, I think anybody else should learn to do that because when you learn to let go of somebody and allow somebody else to treat them better, you find how peaceful it is to go to sleep at night knowing that you don't have to worry about being a, uh, above reproach for everything you do for that person. So <clears throat> let's get back to it. Um, yeah, my theory, and it's a damn good theory. I've shared it with people. I said, do you think that this girl cheated on me? Because... I mean, she bitched out literally about me moving in with her. And then a month later, gets with another guy. Well, gets with. She probably was already with. And then gets pregnant. So, so, so what happened to, what happened to, uh, I can't afford to get a, two, a, a $950 apartment. What happened to, I can't afford that lifestyle. What happened to, I can't afford uh, living with you. I can't really be with you right now because even though we just spent the past two months gossiping and talking on the phone for nights on end about moving in with each other, I just, I, I just can't do it 
but now I'm having a baby. I don't mean to be a dick, but how does that make any sense? No, no, really. Like I'm asking, like, how does that make any sense whatsoever? How does it make sense that you go from, I can't afford to move into a two to three bedroom apartment where I would be splitting the rent with two to three people and, and then all the way to, okay, but I'm, I, I can afford to take care of another human being and pay my own rent and do all the shit that I'm doing. Okay, let me tell you a, a, a scenario. If I went up to Vermont, if I went up to Vermont, okay, and I ended up moving in with this girl, all right, this girl I was madly in love with, and I did, I loved her, all right, I don't anymore, but, and then me and her ended up having the same outcome as this, as this new boy, all right, we ended up having a kid, what would I do? I just gave up everything to move to Vermont. I'll tell you what I would do. Right? I'd stick with her and I'd stick with my kid. I don't care if I'm 19 or 29 or 39. I don't care what age I was or will be or whatever. I'd stick with her because I made a conscious choice, not years, months in advance that I was going to go to Vermont. I was going to move there. I was going to be with her. I was going to live with her. I was going to love her. I was going to treasure her. I was going to just make her live the best life she wanted to live. Right? <clears throat> Excuse me. So I would have stuck with her. Even if I had a kid with her. And even if she couldn't afford, like she probably can't now, to have a kid, I would still stick with her. But I think it's so ironic. And I know somebody's going to defend her. And it's okay. But I have to disagree that um, the whole the whole thought process of, okay, well, she might have just really loved this guy and... They just agreed to have a kid. Let me tell you two things about that real quick. One, she just met this guy and they decide to have a kid. I'm sorry, I don't walk into the pub or the bar, hook up with a girl that night. Both of us catch feelings in the same night, all right? And then a week later, we decide, yeah, we should probably have a kid because we're probably going to like get married and stick together. Fuck no. I'd have a better chance having sex with a doorknob than having a marriage with the girl that I just hooked up with the other night. I mean... The second thing too is <laughs> the whole affording affording thing. I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. So I'm not trying to sit here and say, you know, they fucked up and, you know, they, they accidentally had a child. But it's like, oh my gosh, why are you bullshitting me? So I, what I've just been thinking lately, and I had so many people that I talked to about this. They said, you have to talk about this on the podcast. And I said, I probably will, but I just want to make sure that I get everything straight. So I just have this, this underlying theory. And I want to, I want to put it in this podcast just to admit, just to see if you guys like agree, because imagine that, right? Everything that she was promising me, everything she was telling me, everything we were planning on in one day, just spiked out of the air, sniped, right? Like a bolt action, sniped out the air, hit the ground. It's dead, right? Everything we planned on sniped out of the air. And then the next thing you know, there's another bird flying in the air, carrying a baby. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, what? So after we kind of broke up and I figured out this whole, you know, she's got a baby thing or she's pregnant, at least not, she doesn't have a baby, but she's pregnant, right? I, I, I kind of just thought to myself, I was like, that, I, I'm glad that she's, you know, doing, <clears throat> doing better and that she's happy and that she does have um, great sources of love. And she's about to have one giant source of love, a baby, you know, uh, her baby. But at the end of the day, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this doesn't, this, it, it just adds up and it's in the most sick and twisted way. Somebody brought it up to me on my stream. They were like, I'm not, I can't remember his name, but I, I don't know if I should say it or not. And when I do remember, but somebody brought it in my stream. They were like, Hey, you know, do you think that she uh, might've cheated on you? And that's why she got with this new guy so quick. Cause she didn't just meet this guy out of nowhere on Tinder and decide to have a kid with him. Get the fuck out of here. That's not how it went. So I was like, yeah, I, I, I think that she definitely cheated on me. Um, and not going to lie. I've seen a lot of red flags in the past with her, but I trusted her. I trust my girlfriend any day. Um, I, I, I think she did cheat on me. And quite frankly, I think she might be paying a little bit of the consequences by getting pregnant when she didn't want to. I mean, think about it, right? We, we were planning everything out. And then 
all of a sudden one day it's like, I can't afford it. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want you to move up here. Next thing you know, one month later or two or even sooner, I mean, with a new guy, given another month, having a baby. Long-term relationship, by the way. Think about it. So this doesn't make any sense to me. A part of me really wants to talk to this girl about it, but I just know that she's going to throw a hissy fit and get pissed off at me and call me a bunch of cuss words. And again, I'm not going to say her name, but her family, they're aside from her, they're, they're kind of crazy. Like, obviously, her cousin said, like, he's going to show up at my doorstep and kill my family. Like, you, no, no, no person who is mentally okay says that just because somebody breaks up with your cousin. Okay? I don't go to my cousin's ex-boyfriend and say, hey, look, dude, you, you broke up with Lex. I'm going to fucking kill you. I don't say that. You, you're stupid, bro. I don't say that at all. So... Sorry, my alarm just went off. I had to pause the recording, but I don't say that at all. I, I, I don't think anybody <laughs> does that. You broke up with my brother, so I'm going to fuck you up. Or I can understand the whole like, okay, let's let's derive the conversation for just a second. I can and do understand the uh, mentality of, okay, well, it, it, what girls do this. I've never seen guys do this, but girls do this. They'll, they'll text the guy that their, talk, their friend is talking to and they'll say, I just want you to know, Tyler, that if you break up with her or if you hurt her, I'm going to hurt you. You're going to hurt me. Yeah, I'm going to hurt you if you hurt her. What are you going to do? Send me a bunch of nasty uh, messages on Instagram? Yeah, but I'll probably do more than that. What are you going to do? Tell my friends that I have a small penis? and We'll see. Just don't hurt her. I'm not going to hurt her, but I think you're going to hurt yourself by the way you're talking. You know, it's this whole mentality. It's like... It's like they do this shit, but when you take it to another level of, hey, you broke up with this, you know, you broke up with my family member. I'm going to show up to your house, point a nine at your head and, you know, pull the trigger actively making a terror, a terror threat. Like you can't do that. So I did. I want to announce, too, that I did take this to the police because I had to. I, I got in a little bit of, you know, a rap about this shit. I was like, well, crap. I showed some people I shouldn't have. And they said, hey, I'm sorry, but I have to take this to the police. That's a terrorist threat. And he he probably won't do this, but there's still a threat that he can. So I took it to the police and they said that they're going to investigate it up in Vermont. I haven't heard anything back at all, like at all. So I just kind of took it that they probably um, showed up at his doorstep and said, hey, you do this, we're going to fuck you up. No, I'm just kidding. But they probably told him off and that was it. But I I, I just told this guy, you know, go fuck yourself, basically. I, I didn't care about any of his threats. He couldn't find his ass in a well-lit room with his hands tied behind his back. He's so redneck. So anyways, yeah, that's just how it was. And uh, I got over that. But this girl I was dating, she was the she was the most normal person out of her whole family. She was just a Christian stoner. She loved God. Well, she didn't love God. She believed in God and she smoked weed and that was it. And while, while, you know, she was very, very beautiful and very sane. And it switched from that all the way to, okay, I can't afford to get an apartment, uh, let alone have my partner pay for a majority of it where I'm only paying two to 300. But, and by the way, I was actually going to pay like 600. I was going to pay more than that. Um, I'm not going to say the exact amount. We had a contract going for that, but you know, it, it goes from that all the way to, okay, I can't afford to even hold a small apartment to, okay, I can afford to have a baby and take care and raise a child. I mean, a, a part of me is trying to say to me, well, this new guy she's dating, he might be rich. He might be, you know, whatever. Look, I don't want to go down this, this nasty rabbit hole about somebody else's relationship. And I know it's very disrespectful of me to even be talking about it on this podcast, but... I don't think that just after a month of knowing somebody, you would set your future out with this person. Say, "Hey, I want to, I, I want to have a kid with you, and you know, let's get married." And blah 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 blah. Eventually, I think if you it, look, I say this about everybody. I say this about my own relationships. I say this about my mom and dad, even though my dad's dead. I say this about everybody's relationships. A, a relationship without God cannot sustain itself spiritually, right? When you when when you take two you know people here in Utah they make fun of Mormons because they say I want to wait till marriage to have sex, right? They say I want to wait till marriage to lose my virginity. 
you know what I say? I say, that's good. You should lose it with somebody who you genuinely love. Somebody who you know is not going to take that, you know, gift from you. And then go take it from another girl. You want somebody who's going to take it from you. What are you doing, Charlie? Hold on one second. Okay, I'm back. But yeah, no, I, you don't... I don't know. I don't know. I In a Mormon family, it's like... They say that shit though. They say, okay, I want to wait till marriage. Like even a part of me says, I would like to wait till marriage. And I'm not saying wait till marriage 13 years later. I'm saying wait till marriage years later or months later or however later you decide to get married after, you know, you've given a good amount of time, maybe being friends, maybe just being boyfriend, girlfriend, but nothing sexual, right? Not only that, but it's a lot of sexual tension. But meeting somebody or even in the process of like what my ex did, if she did, she probably did, but we're just going to keep this as a, you know, an allegation in a sense. If she did cheat on me with this guy for God knows how long, I mean, where's the hope? Where's the, where's the backbone of, okay, I'm going to stick with this person for the rest of my life. How can you truly get to know somebody at heart when you're still dating somebody else? This is the one part of me that the one part of me that's still angry about this whole situation is the fact that if and even though she probably did, but if she did cheat on me with this guy, how can you develop such a such a strong strong foundation, strong love, strong lust, strong affection? with somebody to the point where you're listen to what I'm saying right now, right now, how can you develop those strong emotions with somebody strong enough to have a kid together when you've only known them for one to two to at most three months? Answer me one to three months. How can you go from, Hey stranger, I met on Tinder. My name is so-and-so all the way to, okay, look, I'm pregnant. It just, it, the test just came out plus plus. I'm pregnant. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't cooperate with my head. It just doesn't make sense. And let alone, let's say she didn't cheat on me. And then she got, so we break up. We stop talking. And then she starts talking to another guy, right? Where in that part, what, where on the journey of, okay, they just met, they start talking, you know, whatever, whatever. Do they go from, hey, stranger, my name is so-and-so, you're pretty cute, all the way to, okay, I'm a baby. In the span of one to, at max, in this scenario, at max, one to three, or one to two months. I mean, Judas Priest. It's so crazy to think about this because it's like, it's like I shouldn't be stressing about somebody else's like love life and I shouldn't be stressing about somebody else having a kid. If they chose to have a kid and that's what they're wanting to do, I will take down this podcast and I will, I will, I will feel remorse. But at the end of the day, I cannot sit here with a straight face and say, yes, these two people definitely didn't, you know, have some little fancy behind the scenes when she was dating with me. And now they... Are date you know they're dating and they're having a kid and whatever 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 else you know so it's like I have to sit here and stress about it you know a part of me really wants to talk to this girl a part of me really wants to ask her hey look I'm not gonna fuck you up I'm not gonna tell you off I'm not gonna do anything but I do want you to tell me and excuse my language but I want you to tell me the goddamn truth. Did you or did you not answer this? Did you or did you not cheat on me? In fact, let's do this right now on this podcast. If she is listening, I guarantee she's probably listened to one of my episodes because this is shortly after we broke up uh, was when I started making these episodes. Um, if you are listening, not going to say your name, but you know who you are, all right? If you did, I just want you to understand how much of a kind of a take back you are not going to say you're a horrible person but the actions you do either reap good fruits or they bring sin and sorrow i mean think about it if you date somebody for a long time break up and then one month later where you're, you're with somebody new and then you have a kid with that new person it doesn't matter if it's long distance or if it's in person. 
you don't cheat on somebody. And quite frankly, I would, I, I'm going to go as far to say this. I think it's a retarded, excuse my language, but it is a stupid move to go and have a child with somebody you just met. If anybody disagrees with that, feel free. But I personally think that it is the most irrational, unethical, and simply put stupid, just one of the stupidest moves to immediately rebound with another guy and then admit to yourself, hey, I want to have a kid with this guy to get back at my ex. Simply put, fuck that. And fuck that with a capital F because that is so stupid. I just think it's I think it's ridiculous. I think it is absolutely ridiculous. And I don't understand anybody who would want to do that. Why would you want to have a kid with somebody who you just met with? I mean, seriously, you're like, okay, you meet a cute guy. You you see a cute guy on Tinder, right? And he's really into you. And you, keep in mind, I, I'm talking about this from like a girl's perspective. Let's say you do see a cute guy on Tinder and you guys match and you're talking to him. And he's really into you and he's also extremely attractive. I mean, he's lean. He's good looking. Jawline. He's got beautiful eyes. He's a little bit of a loner, but he's cool, right? And the next thing you know, he's talking to you. He's, you know, you guys are hitting it off. You do say to yourself, shit, man, I'd, I'd want this guy's kids any day. I'd, I'd want to marry him. He's so perfect. But give it a couple years. Give it your second argument, right? Give it, give it a while. You'll, you'll be having a different response. And I'm not trying to say this is how it's going to go with my ex. I'm just saying if you want to sit here and use your you know, event process as, okay, I'm going to rebound, throw it on TikTok, throw it on Instagram, shove it in my ex's face, and then the next thing you know, have a kid. What part of you says, yes, I'm ready to have a kid, I'm ready to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars when I can't even spend monthly rent with somebody who I claim to be madly in love with. There's not a part of me, I know I'm gonna piss off a ton of people with what I'm about to say, but there's not a part of me that thinks that this is all just natural coincidence of, okay, she just, we just broke up and she magically found this other guy and decided that, you know, hey, I wanna have a kid. If that is the case, if that is the case, I will suck my own dick, okay? If that is the case, I will because that is so – talk about tinfoil. I mean I, I sound like oh, – I, I sound like 2016 Tommy C from Shot from the Point. I sound ridiculous, but it's true. So anyways, I wanted to talk about this on this podcast because I had at least like five people last night I was talking to in a group chat about this. I was like, can I get your – I said this to my guy friends. I was like, can I get your guys' opinion on this? So I laid out this story to them. I was like, okay, so like – we broke up and she's with this, you know, blah, 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 blah. They said, you need to talk about us on the podcast and get more people's opinions because quite frankly, like this is an interesting talk. Like it does sound like she cheated on you. You don't just go from, you know, in one to two months, you know, rebound with somebody and then choose to have a kid with them. That's just not the case, right? This isn't Apex Legends where you just switch jump masters. No, right? So that whole ordeal, it, it, it just, it confused me. So I, 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 had requests to talk about this on the podcast. I'm talking about it now and we're here. Um, I do want to get your opinion though. If you do think that cheating was the case, go ahead and, and, and get in contact with me wherever my socials are and tell me. In fact, go post on the poll. Let me do this. Let me do this. I'm going to post a poll on Instagram. All right. My Instagram, I'll shout it out in a second. I'll, I'll turn into the geek that I am every time when I shout it out. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll post a poll on Instagram and I want you to go and vote on that poll. It'll be up for 24 hours after this episode airs and I want you to go and see that poll. <laughs> Dude, it's going to be fucking nuts. So I just want you to go and, and, and vote on that poll and see what you think. All right. So perfect. And uh, yeah, you'll, you'll see what the question questionnaire will be on there. But I just thought, you know what? Yeah, like I, I should probably talk about this on a podcast and Quite frankly, this girl doesn't even she doesn't even care about me. So why should I care about um, anything that she cheated on me in the past with? And a lot of my, a lot of me is saying in the back of my head, well, what do you think about if she did cheat on you? Look, I've been. I think we've all been cheated on at one point in our lives, unless you haven't had at least like three relationships. Like we've all been cheated on. 
Um, with this girl, I genuinely loved her, and I absolutely adored her. I really did. But after I came to the conclusion, and it, it, I have, I have multiple processes to backing up this conclusion. Let me repeat what I just said so I don't get any comments saying like, well, you're just taking it too far. Let me repeat what I just said, okay? I have multiple, multiple backlogs to this conclusion that she did cheat on me and that is why she flaked out and then rebounded with another guy or got together with the guy she was cheating on me with and decided it was a good idea to have a kid with him even though it is a literal hypocrisy statement to say, okay, well, I can't afford to, to pay half of a rent with you. But I, I can afford taking care of not just myself, but another human being financially too. So a part of me in the back of my head that says, well, what if she did cheat on you? Says, well, so be it. I, I didn't cheat on her. And if I had to go back in time and I knew that she was cheating on me, what would I say? I'd tell her, hey, listen, I don't know why you're doing this right now. I don't know why you're, I don't know why you're so egregious about building a future with me only to topple it down by this other guy. But at the end of the day, like, <laughs> this ain't going to work. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be with somebody who just has a second plan because they, they're worried that I'm, you know, that we're going to break up or they're worried that things are not going to uh, work out. This is why this is why I only date Christian girls or girls who believe in God. Because when something goes wrong, they pray to God and it works out. But if I was to date some average popular girl from high school, right? Something doesn't work out. They go crying on their Snapchat story. All right. This girl that I dated said, claimed that she loved God, never exercised it. And it's not my right to judge her in the sense of, okay, well, she's going to hell. No, it's not my place. But it is my place to call out hypocrisy and call out, quite frankly, like anybody else, stupidity by saying, the fuck are you doing? I mean, I, I've, I'm just repeating myself. You get the point. Um, but yeah. So, very interesting thought, very interesting thought indeed, and I just wanted to talk about it on this podcast and see if you guys want to add into this, chip into this, and figure out what happened, and again, open invitation to this girl to get on a recording with me and voice your side. We won't have a shouting match with each other, but we will have a very debatable conversation and see what happened because I do think that she cheated on me everything lines up with that and the top three questions that I would personally ask her is one what's the real reason why you couldn't afford to live in a you know get an apartment with me when we planned it out detail by detail what was the real reason why two when did you meet this guy, whether it be while we were dating or after we broke up? And three, did you have an active, conscious decision that you wanted to have a kid with this person? You wanted to have a kid or was it by accident? You know? To close off this podcast, I, I just want to speak to anybody who's in a relationship right now. If you are kind of sneaking behind your partner's back, I'm not going to give... Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. I'm not going to give you the whole bullshit like, if you're cheating on your partner, fuck you, you're a trash bag human being. No. What I'm going to tell you is you need to stop <laughs> right away and just rethink, all right? Rejuvenate, rethink. You're too scared to... You're too scared to break up with your current partner because, oh, he's he or she's too good to let go. But I also got, you know, some other stuff over here. Fig you got to figure out how to get rid of that stuff, man. You got to pick one or the other. And I, I would suggest you stick with the person you have. Because one day when you don't have them, you're going to be laying in bed at night and you're going to realize 
man, did I fuck up. And I really did. Okay? And honestly, if there's anybody who's listening that just got out of a relationship from something similar to me where you did get cheated on, then let me just tell you, let me just tell you some good news, all right? Two things. One is Jesus loves you and he wants to listen to you talk about this stuff. And two, all right, two, you now have a free ticket to bettering yourself with no excuses. You want an excuse? Here's your excuse. You got cheated on. Now go to work, go to the gym, go to work, make some bread or build some muscle, do your damn thing and keep busy, right? That's all, I, that's all I've been doing ever since I kind of got fucked over by this girl is I've just been keeping busy, right? Podcasting, streaming, editing, writing, publishing, everything, cleaning, I mean, fucking, I'm just kidding. But yeah, everything, everything is at your hands. All you got to do is form it. So, uh, I don't know, man. This is an interesting podcast episode. I don't know what I'm going to title this. Uh, maybe I should title this like... <laughs> maybe I should just title this like Vermont and ex-girlfriends. <laughs> I should totally title it that. Vermont and ex-girlfriends. Hell no. All right, we'll see. Anyways, if you would like to go vote for vote on this poll that I'm going to post, my Instagram. Okay, here's your disclaimer now. This is the geeky Matt, all right? If you want to go and vote on the poll of my uh, Instagram, my Instagram is Matthew Palmer with two T's and two R's. If you need that spell out for you dyslexic people, here it is. It's M-A-T-T-H-E-W-P-A-L-M-E-R-R. I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Lonesome Podcast. Um, I hope you guys are having a super awful, horrible, I mean, just 9-11 day, Friday. I mean, end of the week. Get the fuck. I'm ready to go home and just cry myself to sleep. Forget going to the bar. Obviously, I'm kidding. I hope you drift into traffic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I hope you guys are having a good day, and I'm pandering to you now, and I don't, it's all right. But I hope you have a good day, and I hope you had a good week, and I hope you have a good Friday and a good weekend ahead. And, uh, yeah, remember Jesus loves you. I love you. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Lonesome Podcast. I've been your host, Matt Palmer. If you want to go fo- uh, post, uh, f- fucking vote on the poll on my Instagram, go ahead. I will see you on the next episode of the Lonesome Podcast. Thank you for listening. Peace. Coca-Cola.